What about NATO? How do you feel about NATO? I never met NATO. I never met NATO on nothing about it. I don't talk about people behind their back. NATO is the North Atlantic Treaty Organization. Oh, but you, oh, you didn't say that. I thought you were talking about the guy. I know this guy named NATO, NATO, NATO Jenkins. You like that? You like that? Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. And the show has started. What's up? Hey, um... So we're here with Pat. Me and Pat are back in person. It's been a long time since I've seen Pat in person. We hugged, embraced each other when I came here. We actually had some very mean and aggressive text messages, but the hug story is nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, you lied to me when I got here, so uh, we'll just skip that part. <laughs> but uh, anyway, oh, anywho, man. as I say. Um, so what have you been up to, Pat? You've been up, uh, you know. Last homestand for me working wise yes. with baseball so i was doing a lot of that the past week um i think last time we spoke i told you i was sick on the podcast yeah and i said sick dirty and you said no regular sick illness sick illness sick yeah that's finally over uh, i was supposed to go do some haunted house stuff yesterday ended up not doing it so a lot of that to come and uh yeah halloween season man it is halloween season i do have uh, already a complaint Based on your last game, uh, Michael James, uh, fan of the friend of the show, and uh, you know sometimes guest, also on the Real Boys podcast. Anyway, he uh, was at the game, yes. at the baseball game. I got and a ton of Snapchat. He said me. he was trying to contact you during the game, and you did not respond. Oh no! You mean like I was working? Yeah, <laughs> that's what I told him, but he did not want to hear it. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> what, 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 what was I supposed to do? <laughs> Is it supposed to come bring him a hot dog? I think most people, uh, when you work at a game, assume that you just have full control over whatever goes on everything. That's what, yeah. yeah. That's what people usually assume. <laughs> Is that usually? <laughs> so then they just want you always uh, to put them on. Uh, Is that what? Okay, so yeah, yeah. I think he like kind of yeah. Snapchat me about that. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. It's one of those things where I used to do that a lot, and it's one of those things where it's allowed, but it's kind of like frowned upon when yeah. you do it a lot. So I don't really do it a lot anymore. Yeah. Like unless, you do, unless it's someone's yeah. birthday or yeah, a big birthday or, or like, yeah, somebody really you, trying. You know how many like times that, yeah. it was like my neighbor's dentist is going to the game tonight, and I had to do something. <laughs> they like, wanted... oh, here's Pat with his list of names again. You know, <laughs> did you have like a seat assignment? Is that what you'd give somebody like a, or how do you? I usually did like names. Um, to be honest with you. Oh, you throw a name up sometime, on the board. Well, sometimes I used to work next to a guy, and this is kind of how it works: is there is a guy who shades the cameras. You know, they get either too hot or too yeah. dull, and he has a headset that goes directly to all the cameras. So I would okay. be like, "Oh, you know, I got a friend in this section. Can you kind of look for him? He's wearing this or that." Yeah. Um, I don't always sit next to that guy. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I used to. I used to do one gotcha. job for about five years, and now I do a bunch of stuff. But yeah, yeah, it was a lot more accessible to me. Sorry, Mike. Sorry, Mike. Sorry, Mike James. Uh, but keep emailing the show. You know, don't let that. Would affect, you, uh, I would have rather brought him like a hot dog or something. I just you know. Yeah, 
I, I'm working, man. Yeah, you, but so you'd rather get up from your work and grab a hot dog and bring that over to him than like before the game or something. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I think that's pretty fair. So just uh, let Pat give Pat a little more warning. How much warning did he give you? Not enough. I think it was like a day before, which yeah. used to be standard. Now yeah. I usually like a couple days. Yeah, now we need a couple days, guys. This is an update on <laughs> There's so much more stuff that we do. Yeah. yeah, yeah, come on, come on. We're not just podcasters here, guys. Yeah. Um. So, uh, anything else? Anything big? Uh, on baseball, bittersweet. It's over. Yeah. Every year. Yeah. You know, I complain a lot because I'm away from the house, but yeah. you know, I love I love that team. I love yeah. being there. So. Looking forward to the next year, and uh, postseason's going to be fun. I mean, I'm obviously not rooting for the other team in town, but the Chubs, the Chubs. Yeah, <laughs> I, just, I I love the game of baseball. So excited to watch the postseason. There should be some good series. Yeah, yeah. But you're not going to be watching much Chubs. No, I watch. Yeah, you'll watch. Just you just not root for him. Yeah, yeah. Root yeah. For the other team. But we do have to get Pat to root for him somehow. So keep uh, submitting those questions if you want to. Yeah, please yeah. do that. <laughs> yeah, please do that. <laughs> um. So this last uh, this last weekend, I went to University of Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Um, Pat was invited. I was invited. Yeah, I ended up having the work. Yeah. So uh, you know, I just don't want you to feel left out here, Pat. So, I don't feel left yeah. out. Yeah, <laughs> I, I saw it all uh, on Snapchat, yeah. man. Yeah, some good stuff on Snapchat. Uh, some better stuff in real life. So I uh, drove down there on a Friday, long drive. Uh, picked up Face Carl, official lawyer of Chubstep. It is Shamrock, riding dirty. That's right. Um, so went down there with a few buddies, uh, and we Airbnb'd for the first time. I've never done that before. Stayed at a lady's house who uh, had a lot of books. She was actually a professor at University of Mississippi. Had a lot of books in her house. Um, in every room, a ton of books. Anyway, uh, the first thing I do almost when I got there was uh, I had to fill up this air mattress, and I sat on this thing and broke it. Let it go. In about the first about the first five minutes Fat I was POS. there. So then I look down and I see there's a sign over this chest that says, do not put any weight on this. <laughs> and I was like, well, wish I would have seen that a couple of minutes ago. Um, I was then able to uh, fix it later by buying these little plastic hangers and fixing like these little plastic uh, squares that are used to hang mirrors. And I use that to hang back up the uh, the chest part that was broken. So, you know, you know, they're better for that. Uh, what's your uh, what's your weight days. nowadays? I'm pushing a uh, buck eighty-five. Yeah. yeah. So uh, <laughs> that's what I weigh, and I'm like half a foot shorter than you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you would have broken it too, Pat. That's so right. yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to get at. So anyway, uh, so then I did that. Uh, it was interesting. Stay in area. You ever stayed at Airbnb? No. Interesting experience, just because it was kind of like. You know, it's like the person's house, so it's just kind of like they're not there. You know, they're off partying and so I get I get the bed and breakfast part. What's the air? Um, the pre. I don't know what the air. I guess it's just that it's through their own. Like you go to their website and people put their own houses up. I mean, they're not there. Is it air and, like A I R or A I R? Yeah. H E I. No, no, no. Air. Oh yeah, good point. No, it's air. A I R. Um, so basically, yeah, it's just somebody just puts up their house and rents it out for however long of time. It's probably a good way to make money. Oh, they made the some good money. I mean, I was, you know, over $400 a night for this place. I mean, we, we had a bunch of people that we squeezed in there. And it was the closest thing about, like, Wait, so they Ole lived Miss. there too? They did not. They were not there while we were there. Oh. But they do live there when we're not probably renting it out. pays for their vacation yeah. if they're out of town. Yeah. Hi, this is Billy Bob Thornton. Welcome to my official website. And as Sage says, what's up? What were we talking about? Okay, so um, Airbnb. So 
basically, uh, yeah, you're there. The person's not is there not just for the week. You know, like just the weekend, they're not there. But other than that, they're there. So it's like you know they just put their stuff in a closet most of the, you know, and you're walking around and there's like pictures of them and stuff uh-huh. like that. Which really you want to do all these things. You're like, okay, had I come prepared for this, I'd want to change out these people's pictures with like just pictures of me, or you know. Like there was a calendar there that I really wanted to put up a toter ball calendar instead of our calendar, um, but then you also realize it's somebody's house, right? And uh, so my question is, what yeah. happens if you damage stuff in the house? Do so you they, sign something you, you before you put a little bit, you you give down a little extra of a um, like a deposit type thing, kind of like you would do with an apartment that you or like get a back. Hotel, yeah, the fifty bucks they put on the card. Yeah, so this is like the yeah they have an equivalent of that that you know you do. Yeah, but what if so, you really mess up the house? Then like you break something that's. I mean, worth I guess they have your credit. Dollars. I guess they have your credit card information. You have to get so. it to. So I guess that's that's the option. So here's one of the things though that was a little bit scary about it. So uh, nice place. I enjoyed it, um, and it was really nice. Just super close to campus. The thing about Ole Miss is that there's not. If you want to get a hotel that's within 20 minutes of the campus, it's going to be like $500 a night just for a hotel. Like you know, like two beds. So uh, this was like the best option, and this was right next to campus, like a five-minute walk to campus. Anyway, uh, so the last night we were there, uh, Face, official lawyer of you know Chubstep, he goes out and he wants to see the uh, he wants to see the top house Alpha Tau Omega fraternity that he was in at U of I that my brother is in at Ole Miss, and he wanted to stay there on Saturday night. Frat man, frat man, yeah. too frat to care. So he, uh, but then he decides off. at about 4 a.m. that he doesn't want to do that. There. And so he comes back to the house, and we were all asleep with our phones on silent. And he's knocking on the door, apparently pounding on it. And uh, he thought he was going to end up sleeping on the ground outside. But then in a last-ditch effort, he gets a uh, Benny's, uh, I don't know if it was a gift card or something like that, but just, you know, credit card type thing, and then slides it in the door, and it opens. And uh, that was with every, all the doors locked. So uh, <laughs> it turns <laughs> out we were not the most uh, we're not in the most secure <laughs> secure how's house. The, how's the area down there? Uh, it's it's pretty it's a nice area. I mean, it wasn't like worried about you know it wasn't a bad area at all. But uh, just you know, good to know that uh, you know you're not always as secure as you think you are. So but then it was nice for him because he got to sleep and uh, on a couch. So uh, other than that trip was really fun. They go really crazy with the tailgating down there. Um, I got an old suit jacket that my uh, step grandpa had that was like old and he was going to just basically give it away. And I was like, this is perfect for these old Miss games. It's kind of light blue and white striped and uh game was good. Uh, just tailgating is a lot of fun. It's just a whole different football experience. Who won? I, I didn't uh, Ole Miss beat Memphis. Oh, that's right. They were playing Memphis. Memphis. Yes. They did beat them by a decent. They lot. did. Yes, they did. Well, well they actually lost to him. They lost to him last year. Wow. Um, so anyway, Ole Miss, a lot of fun down there. Uh, recommend it if people want to see a different so college besides game. Football, what is yeah. there to do down there? I mean, you talked about going to a baseball game. Yeah, there been before. a baseball game. So the, so the cool thing there is that it's a really cool college town. Like they've got this, uh, just this. The feel of it is very like old South feeling. Like a lot of, like old South baby. Yeah, old South. So country and western. Speaking, speaking of which, old South they had a uh, the big thing about uh, they don't fly the flag. They don't fly the Confederate flag. Well, they don't fly the, even the state flag down there which has a confederate it kind of has um a confederate flag in it the state the mississippi state flag has basically a confederate flag in the top left corner of it but it's so not the confederate flag it's not the confederate flag but they don't even fly that at the mississippi campus and so people are all upset there's this big thing and so it was just oh. ridiculous i know <laughs> i know 
Uh, so in a second here, in a second here, uh, Steve Ribeiro from Rams Talk will be um, skyping in, talk cool. about the LA Rams and uh, some some fantasy football. So, uh, but until then, so yeah, basically that was that. There's, it's just a really cool town square. Like they have this, like the city, What's it called? the town, Oxford, Mississippi. Oxford. And uh, there's a lot of just two story bars with like balconies and stuff overlooking, all in the same kind of compact area. And it's really just super nice bars and uh, just a cool, just a really cool downtown area. That's cool. So uh, I would, yeah, definitely Did recommend. Did you eat that. Southern while you were down there? Yeah, you try to eat, you know, as local as you can. Last right. time I talked about the fried green tomatoes with the lobster yeah. sauce on top of it. I had a lot of fried chicken, um, a lot of stuff with, well, some stuff with barbecue. Uh, uh, yeah, okay, I like barbecue yeah, sauce. Just, yeah, just the only time, I mean, I ate a Panera on accident at once. It was really our only option on at breakfast. It wasn't on accident. It was we just, on accident. We were, we were I, yeah, I'm just not proud Panera of it. On I'm just, just I'm not proud of it. That. I'm not proud of it. Basically, what I'm saying is I try to eat as local as I can. You got a bread bowl of soup on accident. <laughs> I did get soup. How did I yeah. know? <laughs> You're Wait, a genius, how are Matt. the sibs? Uh, sibs are doing great. Um, they are, you know, just the light of the world. No, <laughs> no, they're fine. Like, they're fine. Dad, they're fine. They're fine. They're doing great. Uh, yeah, it's my sister's last year, and my brother is in the sophomore year, so not a lot of times so are they both going to be down there. Right. While I'm there, so uh, we'll see how all that goes. You don't know nothing about NATO. I don't know nothing about NATO. National Coffee Day the other day. National Coffee. There's too many national days what for the hell? things. I don't disagree with that. No, I, it's so stupid because nobody and, and nobody even knows if it's actually accurate. Somebody just throws that in there and it is like, you know, oh yeah, we're uh, national this day and national that day. So it's, uh, you know, it's pretty ridiculous. It's like I, I'm confused. Am I supposed to drink more coffee because it's National Coffee Day? Is that how the man gets you? Yeah, you know, that's I, it is probably started by corporations that are just trying to right. look to bump up their sales and something coffee, like they that. Buy one, get one free. Yeah. So everyone who usually wouldn't buy coffee comes yeah. in and buys coffee. Yes. And when there's so many national days, it's like, what's the point? You know, National Hot Dog Day. Yeah. yeah. I just seen on Facebook National Boyfriend Day. Yeah. Well, what happens on that day? <laughs> I don't know. You have a boyfriend? <laughs> All right. So we're going to call Steve here um, and see what he has to say. Bird up. Hello. Steve. Hey, man. Um, we got you. Uh, we're doing great over here. Chubstep, baby. Honored to be a part of Chubstep. Bird up. <laughs> What's up, Bird Steve? up, Bird up. Bird up. Hello. So. Drop in the intro. Yes. Uh, yeah, so actually I have, you know, uh, our guy that does the social media for us, Trevor, he is thinking about doing Bird up as a Halloween costume this year. <laughs> hey, it's easy to do. That is pretty easy to do. That's what we were thinking. It's a pretty I don't solid. know what that is. It's from Eric Andre Show. The Eric Andre Show. So I'm supposed to watch the... I, I just don't get it. Pat doesn't watch Eric no. Andre. So he's, same thing as Green Man from Sunny. Yes, it is basically the same thing as Green Man from Sunny, except for oh. you can see his face and he has a little parrot on his shoulder. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 So, Steve, you are doing a lot of stuff for Rams Talk. I am, yeah. And I see that you have the podcast. I listened to your podcast a few times. Um, the most recent one I heard was the Tampa Bay one. Uh, yeah. And they ended up winning that game, which you predicted. Yeah. I was there, too. Were you actually at the game? Yeah. During the weather delay and everything, we had to sit in the concourse for an hour because it just randomly started storming. Literally, as the Rams were about to blow the game with two minutes left, they called it for an hour. So they lost <laughs> all their moments. <laughs> So was, was that at was that at Tampa Bay or was that at LA? It was at Tampa Bay. Okay. Have you been to the Coliseum yet to see them? I have not. No, I haven't been to LA since I was like five. So are I you... never went to St. Louis either. 
Oh well, I guess that. Okay, so I guess there's not a huge push if you if you didn't see him in St. Louis. Um, no, and uh, yeah, I would wait till the new stadium because the Coliseum kind of blows. First class. I actually I saw a game, a USC game there in November. Um, it's not horrible, but it's 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 a defined stadium. It's actually a decent stadium, but it's like as for for an NFL caliber stadium. It's not. Yeah, because yeah. for USC, it's got like the charm of like the nostalgia. Exactly. The NFL, like, exactly. Build the new stadium. It's a little dated. Yeah, it's a dated. Yeah, it's not fitting. It's also not fitting for them. It's like you know, it's not the Trojans make sense of the Coliseum. It's all kind of that Roman theme, but uh, the yeah, Rams not so much. So, yeah, Steve, my question is, um, in terms of the Rams, what what do you think of their fan base down there? Would you say it's mostly like loyal old fans? Are there a lot of new fans? You think? Um, what do you think the ratio is? Yeah, it's. Um... I guess I would say probably in terms of the LA fan base, it's probably more new fans, but there's still a lot of diehard old school fans. I know um, most of the people on our website, not me, but pretty much everyone else is a fan because of the days in LA. And one of them is from LA and his whole family stayed loyal. So there's definitely the people that did stay loyal. And it's kind of the same with St. Louis. Like some of them stayed loyal, but most of them drifted away. And I feel like that's kind of, will happen in LA too. They kept a decent amount of fans. So I'm sure people that drifted away too are coming back. But there's a, there's a little bit of foundation for people that even followed in St. Louis. Yeah. Do you feel bad for the St. Louis fans that just lost their team? Yeah, it sucks. I like the move for the team, but it wasn't really the fans' fault. They had a crappy stadium, had an even crappier product on the field for like 10 years. So it sucks for them. I think the change of scenery is definitely going to bode the team well, but they were there when they were good. They came out when they were bad and really came out, come out, but that's the same for pretty much anywhere except for like New York and Chicago and Boston. Yeah. We're having to deal with that one and three start right now for the bears. Uh, Rams are three and one, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. We could easily be one and three though. They're, they're limping to three and one. Bird up. Uh, so that first game, it was just crazy because you won the past three, but the the first game was just a horrible. Like I don't know how, like what a what a horrible way to start the year, and especially in a new no, city and location awful. like that. Yeah, the first game, the problem was the offense was so unbearably bad. They had a three three and out on more than half of their possessions. The defense actually played okay outside of two drives in the first half, they kind of let them go, but they came out the second half, the defense was playing great, they got four straight three and outs, but the Rams also had three straight three and outs, so at some point the defense was kind of like, well, now we're tired, and that, the defense definitely improved over the next three weeks, and the offense became, it resembled a real offense, in a way, like they weren't the biggest joke ever, like they weren't week one, so they've kind of just been scoring enough points to win games. Yeah, and so as far as the offense goes, everybody's like questioning what's going on with where you take you know Jared Goff first overall in the NFL draft, and then he hasn't even played. Yeah, well, I'm about Goff. I this is the one thing I will give Fisher credit on is that if he's not ready, don't play him. And I like Goff, but I, my opinion is why did they trade up for the guy if they don't feel he's ready, especially because. Without him, we're still three and one. Yeah. So we basically wasted a pick this year that could have been used on a receiver or a defensive back. Wasted our pick next year. So I think down the line, Goff will be something. I don't know how 
I don't think he'll be that great. I think he'll be good. But I will give Fisher credit that if he's not ready, don't play him. I just think if he's not a bust by any means because, you know, look at Paxton Lynch, you just played this week, but he's a first-round pick, and it's fine that he's not playing. It's just when you trade out for a guy, you expect him to play. Hey, so what kind of jerseys do you think they wear down there? Have you seen any, like, Wes Welker jerseys yet or Todd Gurley? <laughs> do you, um... I would give – has there I been like any like uh, Eric Dickerson people you think or Deacon Jones or you think it's mostly like New Jersey's? I think in LA it's probably a lot of old school like I'd say Dickerson's one of the highest represented ones. It's probably like Jack Youngblood too. Guys like that. Guys who were in their primes in LA. And then after that it'll probably be the newer guys like Gurley's pretty well represented. In LA now it's probably less Warner and Falk jerseys than there was in St. Louis, but you do still see a couple at the games. So, Steve, let's go. Let's go to a little fantasy here, because uh, one yeah. of the, one of the worst days of my life uh, was a couple years ago. I was uh, fighting for the the <laughs> championship week. I know <laughs> the championship week of uh, you know I was in the semifinals going for the big championship uh, in my fantasy football group, the Chub Club. And, uh, you know, I asked some advice and, and, you know, this is, and the thing is, I'm not blaming you all because it's totally on, you know, I got, I heard probably, you know, four different, you know, I don't know, I heard a couple different opinions and I, you end up going just what, what your gut is anyway, because you hear things you kind of, you know, you take advice that you really want to hear in the end. Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, I started and I asked you specifically because Trey Mason was on the Rams and Trey Mason, who's having some pretty serious issues right now off the field. You know, not yeah, on the Rams. I think going great for him. Yeah, he really like I heard heard some story that like he was just driving erratically on an ATV and people tried to stop him and he just like drove away and like he basically just didn't show up for football anymore. His mom thinks yeah, he has CTE he, issues. He, he and, went out nonsense. Yeah, so uh, that should have been you know if I would have known that in the future I would have not played him, but he got negative one points in fantasy football as a running back as a starting running back <laughs> which is just insane for those that don't play yeah. a lot of fantasy <laughs> he fumbled Maybe the that's ball that's why they drafted Gurley because they were like well he didn't do Jared right so we're gonna replace you yes and everything went down from for him from there yes and I I saw your I saw your article here and you did one last week which is starts and sits um and you had Terrell Pryor Big Ben Orleans Darkwatt Jameson Crowder Jimmy Graham all of those guys, Orleans Darko hasn't played yet. I love his name, though. Crowder, Crowder didn't. That, yeah. Crowder, I that one, but. But J- Jameson Crowder, the only guy that didn't do good in that group. And then your sits, um, Eli, Jamal Charles, D'Angelo Williams, Tavon Austin, Tajay Sharp. The most was D'Angelo Williams. He got six points, and that was just at the very end, him getting some touchdown. That yeah, wasn't even like a. So that those were, I think those are all pretty solid calls. Um, Bird up. We'll uh, continue. So where can people see your. Uh, your, I know you post them on your Facebook, but if people just go to ramstalk.com. Yeah, ramstalk.net. You can see all my fantasy articles. Um, this week I'm going to be doing an article grading Jeff Fisher's performance this week and kind of on the year overall. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see how bad you can coach a team to 3-1. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah ramstalk.net. You can see my articles and podcasts. And what, uh, and what do you think about Jeff Fisher as a final, final thing here? I would. I am not a fan. Um, he gets a little bit of bad rep because he did. He did good things for the team. They were really shitty when he started, and now they're okay. Um, but he's not the guy to take 
TV made from bad to average and make it from average to really good. Or as the internet likes to say, from spooky to scary. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. It is the Halloween theme coming up here. Uh, so do you, do you ever get a little sick of the people saying that he's always, you know, finishes like eight and eight? No, they're, they're not wrong. He's, yeah. He's had like six winning seasons and he's coached for like 22 years. I mean, yeah. he's like, <laughs> it's really not that good. Coach. <laughs> it's crazy when you think about like with the Bears fired Lovey Smith after a 10 and six season. Yeah. 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 I, and like, and he got fired from Tampa Bay too after getting them like four more wins. Yeah, I, I don't understand. I don't understand. Yeah. yeah. Jeff Fisher hasn't had a better record since he did his first year with the Rams. It's been four years. Yeah. His best record is seven and nine. He hasn't even gotten eight and eight yet. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a good start so far. So hopefully uh, he improves that. Bird yeah. up. Hello. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, we'll see, Steve. We will see. And you know what, Steve? We'll check in with you uh, in, you know, in a few weeks here and see how the Rams are updating, see if they get closer to that 500 mark or maybe they actually have a winning record. Yeah, we'll see, man. We'll see. Hopefully they're okay. All right. <laughs> All right, thanks, thanks for going, man, Steve. Thanks, Steve. No problem. I'll bring the beers. I'll bring the beers. So was Steve a Rams fan before they moved? Yes. Okay. Yeah, no, Steve was a – He stuck with them. And he stuck with him. He's actually from Connecticut, so he's not even a uh, oh, okay. not even a St. Louis native. Okay, so it probably affected yeah. him differently than it might have yes. people in St. Louis. Yes, yeah, gotcha. definitely, definitely. Okay. I'm not a coach. So you haven't seen the stuff about the clowns? I've not seen the stuff about the clowns. Yes. There's a bunch of random people in a bunch of random locations dressing yes. up as clowns okay. by, like, forest areas. Okay. And a couple of them have been seen carrying <laughs> knives. <laughs> so, okay. I just I don't yeah. understand. So a, a clown or someone dressed yeah. up as a clown actually got shot and killed. Wow. In Fort Wayne, Indiana, and the person who did it was like a drive-by shooting, like drive-by clown shooting. I didn't ask for this. I just don't understand why people are doing it. It's like I couldn't believe you hadn't heard of it yet. That's all yeah. I see. Yeah. Um. I don't look. I try to avoid clown things. I'm not really scared of clowns, but it's just like one of those things. To me, clowns are dying. A I don't dying look asset. for it either, but I still see yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. To me, clowns are just a dying asset, though. It's like they're not really funny. Would like, you, yeah, would you people invite don't a clown, clown to a birthday party no, anymore? I don't feel like that. I don't feel like it's even a thing anymore. I feel no. like the clown industry in the last, since the horror movies have come out, are just kind of like a dying thing. That's a good point. But, yeah. I mean, how long have they been in the horror movies? I remember seeing clowns at birthday parties maybe like, when I used to go to them like 10, 15 years ago, like when do you think it started going away? Just as of recent? Um, yeah, I would say I could, yeah, I would say probably in the last 10 to 15 years. I mean, I have a lot of cousins and that have been younger and they've never, not one of them has ever had a clown at a birthday party. I don't know the last time I ever saw a clown at a birthday party. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, Pat, last week uh, there was a Dicks Out for Harambe song. Did you hear that in the a podcast? song? It was a little song that I put in. Uh, Mike James made it, courtesy of Mike James. And it was in a part. Did you not hear last week's episode? No. Okay, we'll get to check that out. Um, shout out to Mike James for making that. People enjoy that. Dicks out for Harambe. With your dick out for Harambe. Dicks out for Harambe. With your dick out for Harambe. Dicks out for Harambe. With your dick out for Harambe. Dicks out for Harambe. Next thing Cheetos chicken fries from Burger King. I think I've seen that. Yeah. I think I actually sent you a picture of those with you, Jeff Goldblum. Yes. And a quote from Jurassic Park. You did. That yeah. you did. I'm just curious if you had had them yet. No. What do you think I didn't about think that? that was a real thing. 
Oh, it's definitely. Thought, I just thing. thought it was like a meme or a picture. Or no, something. no, no. It's it's on. They're selling the Burger King right now. You can get Cheetos chicken fries. I don't go to Burger King often, just for the LTOs. So I guess well, I'll this have is to LTO. Go. All right, yeah. so you have to try it out. See, I don't I, like Cheetos. Well, you're gonna love these. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Uh, next thing. While I was driving down to Ole Miss, I noticed a lot of um, adult superstore signs, as you see when you're traveling along big things. Drove past these places. Not very big. Can you just write Superstore in front of any place that you have, and then it just it's qualifies? Kind of false advertising, man. It was well, very what false makes advertising. it super? I mean, you're assuming it's size. Ooh, valid what point. What if it's super quality, bro? That's a good point. I guess I didn't enter in any of these fine establishments. <laughs> They're always the shadiest looking places in the world. Well, maybe Super is different to them down there. Maybe it is. Not a the world. The world doesn't revolve around you, Jerry. That's a good point. People have different perspectives. They do have different perspectives. So Super, we I guess everybody in the car was assuming Super Big. And now that I look at it, it could just mean super. You like you like when things are quality. super big. Usually, that's what yeah. you first think. It's well, you, super big. Well, yes, I think if you say like a, uh, you know, yeah, I would. I, I assume super big when I hear. I think size. I think size definitely. Um. So, uh, Pat, I was thinking for uh, for somebody. What somebody could do. Here's what I noticed at the football game uh, a couple weeks ago was that somebody got hurt. Right. Everybody crowds around, mm-hmm. and this is some guy that you don't really get a lot of cheers for. Maybe he's like a you know cornerback or something like that. Maybe he'll get something if he gets an interception, right? You know what I'm saying? Like you don't. It's not like a big individual play guy, right? Offensive it's, lineman. Yeah, yeah. So let's say it's an offensive lineman. Um, but anyway, this person went down and got hurt, right? Everybody's around, and then they got up and walked up the field. Everybody starts cheering, right? You think if you were down on your luck a little bit, you might fake an injury? So that you could walk, get a bunch of cheers from a big crowd if you were playing in a uh, big sport. What do you mean? Uh, you know, like say, say you just had a bad day. You know, you, you know, you're it has like nothing to do with the game, though. Nothing it's to do not with like the game. You had a no, bad no, no. Game and kind of fakes it. No, like that's that's kind of what we were talking week. about last week. No, this is just like say a bad day in general, bad week. You know, <laughs> you need a little pick. And you need a little pick me up. I don't know. I, what do you think about faking an injury just uh, to like and then being okay and walking off? You have to walk off though. But even if you get carted off, people cheer. But uh, if you walk off, you know, I just think that makes limp. you a poser. Oh, it definitely does. I'm just saying, does this, you know, but nobody else is going to know. Sure so, know. yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I think it could, I think it could definitely work as a, I mean, you, only you will know because, you know, there's going to be a trainer. He'll figure out yeah. nothing's wrong with you. Yeah. Well, Being then it's just between, it's between Tells you and the coach. Pa- you're not on team anymore. It's between you and the trainer and you pay him off. You pay him off. Yeah, you can pay him off. I'll bring the beers. Is that how you pay him off? I'll bring well, the beers. <laughs> you, you could definitely bring the beers. Um, how about a Brendan Fraser movie review, Pat? Oh, okay. About 20 years ago, back in the last century, I went to actor school, actually. That's back when I was allowed to work with animals. Really, when these experiences are always brought into everyone's home. Why do I smell a fish? Well, these are the uh, yum yum sweats. Ah, uh-huh. she's doing with me. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they think I shaved their butts. I look like a big old steak with legs. Okay, we are getting down on the list, guys. There's not a lot of movies left, but this is 1995's Glory Days. Brendan Fraser's Glory Days. Brendan Fraser's 90s. Glory Days. Uh, some of his better, some of his better movies in the '90s, but I'm not saying this over yet. Continuing to uh, making those movie moves. Anyway, so this is 1995. It's directed by Rich Wilkes. 
And this is the only real thing he directed, which is interesting. But he's written a bunch of stuff, like all the triple X's, including the return of Xander Cage, which is coming out soon. Ooh. Triple X 3. Triple X Stadium of the Union was a bad movie. I like the first triple X. Uh, third one has Vin Diesel back in it, so I'm excited for that. He also wrote Airheads, which is Brendan Fraser's big right. uh, one of Steve Buscemi and that kind of stuff. You've seen that one. No, so, you told me I was. Oh, I told you should see that. Yeah, you have not seen it, and that was months ago. Anyway, here's who it's starring: Ben Affleck. Yeah, he plays Jack. Glory days. Yes, Sam Rockwell. Don't know. You know Sam Rockwell. He was uh, he was in a well, case of you with Brendan Sam. Fraser. Look up Sam Rockwell. Um, so Sam Rockwell plays Rob. I really like Sam Rockwell's actor. He's fantastic in the movie uh, Galaxy Quest. You've seen Galaxy Quest, Pat? Explain. No. I, I as recognize you would this guy from Charlie's Angels. Okay, yes, he's in Charlie's Angels. Yep. Sam Rockwell. Uh, his girlfriend in the in this is Megan Ward, and Megan Ward was in PCU as Katie. Big fan of that movie. Oh, okay. And Encino Man. She's also in Encino Man. Um, then French Stewart is in this, and French Stewart is like a name that I know and a face I recognize, but the only he's like in frame is from Third Rock from the Sun. I didn't really understand it was. Anyway, so this is this next guy was a major key role in this movie, Vinny DeRamus. And Vinny DeRamus, this is weird. He's only been in two movies and they were Airheads and Glory Days. And he was like a main actor in this. And then he like literally was the only two acting credits he has on IMDb. And then recently he started being an assistant editor, like assistant video editor. So just like a weird, I don't know, weird thing. Then uh, he's trying to get with Alyssa Milano. Alyssa Milano. What do you mean uh, get with? Uh, it's a girl that he's pursuing throughout this whole movie. Pursuing how? Pursuing in a sexual manner. There you go. So <laughs> Alyssa Milano, also in the Brendan Fraser movie, Dickie Roberts. So already we've got Sam Rockwell, who is in A Case of You with Brendan Fraser. Alyssa Milano and Dickie Roberts with Brendan Fraser. Matthew McConaughey does a little small role in this in 1995. So he wasn't super famous at this point. Uh, he was a rental truck, uh, like a rental truck salesman that was uh, drinking while on the job. Matt Damon is in this for a little bit. Uh, not Early surprising days. with Ben Affleck. Not surprising. Yeah. Matt Damon doesn't even have a line, and his name in the movie is Edgar Pudwacker. That's quite the name. Yeah, that's what they call him, Pudwacker. Um, that's not his actual last name, I don't believe. Then Bree Phrase, B Phrase, Brenda Fraser. He is Doug, and his girlfriend in this movie is Leah Rem. Ini Ramini, she is the wife of in King of Queens. I know the show. Yes, but you know her. Yes, no. she plays. Uh, you don't know her. I know okay. the show. Okay, so uh, Kevin James's wife in King of Queens. Anyway, uh, they're on a. The, Brendan Fraser's in this movie for about uh, a minute, maybe a minute or two minutes, and him and his girlfriend are fighting about uh, PDA. And then Ben Affleck looks over them on the bus and says, uh, can you keep it to yourself? And then it starts this whole fight where this bus driver comes over and he kicks off Ben Affleck off the bus. The last major guy in this movie is John Davies, John Ruiz Davies, who plays Gimli in Lord of the Rings, which you have not seen. He plays a professor in this. So it's actually a very big cast. Uh, a little hard to find this movie. You have to order it on DVD. But anyway, this movie is, I would say it was underwhelming just for how impressive the cast was but it's a very watchable movie definitely a type of like so it's a whole the whole story of this is that it's uh ben Aff it's like all these guys last couple days of college and they're like what are we going to do with our lives after this you know they're like they're trying to read the, relive the glory days as you will there you go and uh, so they don't know you know like they have all these different obligations they want to do but they don't really know what to do 
And so just kind of the last, it's the last, like, you know, they graduate and then the next, like, couple days after that. So uh, this movie is pretty, definitely good. Like, it's not, like, great. I'd say it's good. Um, I'd give it a Brendan Fraser. I'd give it a top oh, tier wow. Brendan Fraser rating. It's been not, a while uh, since we had one of those. Yeah, it's not, uh, not incredible, you know, but it's uh, it's a very watchable movie. Doesn't have movie. to be incredible. Doesn't have to be incredible. No? Yeah. No, it doesn't. Not for me. I think your standards for this grading scale are very loose. They are very loose because I come up with the standards for the grading scale, so I can kind of put them however I like. Is that how you are, Jared? You're very really yeah. loose? Sometimes. Sometimes yeah. I can be, or I can be really strict, but I be a very mean person. So, uh, anyway, let's. Uh, how about some Tanzania news? All you right. That? Yeah. The infection causes immediate respiratory failure, and scientists claim that the patients are now transmitting you know what Fugazi is? Fugazi. It's a fake. Fugazi. Fugazi. It's a wazi. It's a wazi. It's a fairy dust. What are you, from Tanzania? Yes, I am. Okay. Tanzania? Where are the missing bodies? What? <laughs> <laughs> this is from polterscenter.org. Uh, so, uh, we use country questionnaires. Okay. Anyway, so this is what this is all about. I actually read this article this time opposed to other times where I'm reading it while I'm doing it. So this basically is saying that in Tanzania, there's two different schools of thought on how many people die in road crashes each year. The Tanzania's ministry of home affairs says that 4,002 people died in road crashes in 2013, while the World Health Organization says the figure is more like 16,000. So it's missing a decent amount. So, yeah, so they're saying, where's the missing 12,000 bodies uh, if all these people are dying? So the whole thing here is that um, the World Health Organization is wanting Tanzania to do something about their you know, crashing problem, their bad roads and their poor, you know, basically it's a lot of times, uh, it's a combination of a couple of things. They've got bad roads, they have bad traffic, like it's not, uh, in, in, especially in developing countries, traffic is just a lot more loosey-goosey. Like my, loosey-goosey. Uh, kind of like my rules for the Brendan Fraser, what loosey follows into goosey. what category of a good you know, Brendan Fraser movie versus a bad one or a middle tier. It's kind of like that, where it's just kind of like uh, you kind of have more um, suggestions than actual rules of the road. And then also they don't have the same regulations of safety of cars. So they don't have all the same type of rigorous, like, you know, airbag and all these crumple zones I'm and all that kind of stuff. I'm still wondering where the bodies are. So the, the thing is that the, they don't really know. They get their data from two different spots. And one uses the World Health Organization as the bigger number. They use country questionnaires as well as country focal person. They, have, they said they have a reliable formula to come up with the estimates. And the, the lower number, the 4,002 number, comes from uh, people reporting it deaths to the police. So system is rigged. It's so, trying to make it seem like a safer place than it actually is. So, well, I would, you know, my, my honest opinion is that it's somewhere in the middle. I think that probably 16,000 people just basing this number off questionnaires and having country focal people. I don't know what that even means, but uh, you can, I think that's going to be, I think you're going to overstate it a little bit. And I think just basing it, you can't just base it all on people reporting stuff to the government, you know, like, oh, this person died in a crash. It's not everybody especially in a developing country, doesn't report everything, you know, car crash and stuff like that, all the deaths. So I think it's probably somewhere in the middle. But they were saying that, um, that a lot of times they'll use this higher number, like say the $16,000 16, people died in 
you know, car crashes number so that when they reduce, then, you know, they want to make all these changes to make the traffic safer in Tanzania. And that way they can, you know, reduce it by like, you know, a couple thousand people based on their kind of numbers that they're getting from the World Health Organization and make it seem like a big difference. But in reality, if the number is really like half that and they reduced it only by a couple hundred people, like, I don't know, they basically they skew the numbers so that uh, what they're doing really doesn't have, you know, the same kind of effect that they say it does is what this article is basically saying. But uh, whose side are you on, Pat? What do you mean, whose side am I on? Uh, Tanzania or mine? Not yours. Okay. Fair enough. Um, this is something that I thought was a little bit interesting, that uh, this crazy car driver in Mississippi. No, he's an Uber driver. Sorry, not a car driver. He did, was a car, though. He was talking about how he talked a lot, and there was a lot of crap, but he did say one thing that was interesting. And he said that, you know, in the 70, you know, in uh, JFK's speech, he says, not, ask not what your country can do for you, but what, what you, you can, can do, do for your country. Okay. And he talked about how, I, how he felt that that was the complete opposite of how the mindset is in our country right now. And I kind of agreed with that. Big time. Yeah. But I didn't really think about it. Like, that was literally a president's inauguration. You know, that was a president's speech. And people actually believed and followed him. Yeah. Can you imagine if one like of the big... people said that today? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's it's a crazy. I mean, you. It's always now. It's kind of like, what can you do for me? What can you do for me? Which is, mm-hmm. you know, something I've said in the past here. And it's just one of those great. You know, it's like I'm always just a big fan of. You know, you not not. And it's not even so much what can you do for your country. Just like what, just do it for yourself. Are you making the best of your situation? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And and I think that was an interesting point they brought that up. Like you know, just different in political you know, viewpoints from then to now. And it wasn't even that crazy long ago, mm-hmm. but it's definitely not, you would not hear, I feel like you're right. I feel like That's you would not today. hear somebody say no. that today because people are like, well, what about me? What about me? You know, like I feel there'd be like a lot of that. Right. People are more concerned about what they're going to do with taxes. Yes. You know? Yeah, exactly. So, big uh, issue. yeah, yeah. Big hey, issue. Guess what? The bears aren't going to lose 16 games this year. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. Uh, the, they got a one. They got a win. I did not see the game cause I was driving. Oh, but, I didn't see much of it. I was working, but uh, it seemed it was very low scoring. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and their defense is not good, so that's surprising. Yeah. Yeah. They said Stafford's having the best year of his career. That's what they said. I I'm mean, it's kind of hard I, to say because it's so early. Yes. Yeah. It's the first three games. Um, yeah. No. It's 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 always fun when your team isn't the worst team. You know. Now no you're pressure, tied with man. the bottom of the division yeah. for the worst score. So uh, they've got some you know winnable games coming up, but. We'll see. I guess so. I thought there's some of their previous games were winnable games, and I, I was uh, disappointed with that. So, what do you got, Patty? You got anything for me? Um, I guess we'll go with bitch what. Okay. I said bitch what. Bitch 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 what. I said bitch what. Bitch 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 but uh, do you know what today is? It's October 3rd. That's right. Today is October 3rd. Yes. It's Mean Girls Day. Oh, Mean Girls Day. <laughs> People are still talking about it. I thought this. it was Boyfriend Day. It's that too. <laughs> <laughs> October 3rd is the most annoying day of the year. Yeah. Man. No, I just, it, this was something that I remember the first time I seen it, I was like, oh, hey, yeah, that was a line in that movie we all watched 10 years ago. Yeah. You know, but people are still talking about it. 
What line is this? It's October 3rd. That's a line from Mean Girls. It's been forever since I've seen Mean Girls. So I guess it goes like, today's the day that, what was her name? Caddy Herring? Herring? It's the day Lindsay Lohan asks okay. her crush, what day is it? It's October 3rd. Got it. Okay. So that's pretty stupid, yes. isn't it? Yes, it is People very stupid. People are still talking about it. Yeah. But that brings me to a question. Is is that movie, like the movie of our age group? Like I wouldn't say our generation, but our age group. I would say more for girls than guys. I, I seen you a see- former Marquette Radio colleague of ours who's okay. a guy. Yes. Post about it today. Um, somebody who was on the show with us? No. Okay. <laughs> somebody who made the schedule and always gave us bad times. <laughs> it's all starting to add up. So. Fucking guy. Uh, <laughs> Uh, that is interesting, Pat. I, 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 do, I wouldn't say that's seem the fact that I've only seen it once makes me say no, just because it's that's me. But You've there's only so seen many it people once, huh? Yes, but there's so many you people that have out. seen it so many times. Uh, it was right around that age range when that came out. You know, of like we were we were kind of the in the age group of what the movie was about. Mm-hmm. So I think that makes it huge i just think it's such a dumb line that like someone well, stupid like you line. stupid like, someone like seen me it a couple times and people are still talking about it it's i like, think it from from that perspective for me he's only seen it once i think it's a very stupid yeah um yeah and and it could have been any day right right yeah it could have been fucking january 1st yeah you know? <laughs> it's october 3rd yeah well at least it has a definitive thing unlike the uh Back to the Future, where people would always say, "This is the day that they traveled back to in Back to the Future." It right. ended up being last, you know, yeah. last year. But then it's a little different when, uh, at least now we have a definitive. It's October third of every year, right? Regardless of Why how little to be I every care year? about it, yeah, it doesn't have to be every year. I would prefer to be no years, but uh, that's just me. You know, what am I? I didn't personally enjoy the movie that much, but I remember when I was younger, I thought the girls were smoking hot. <laughs> now looking back at it, though, I don't know. Yeah. I just yeah. think it needs to die, so that's my bitch what. Yeah. Shut up, bitch! We got Halloween coming up, Pat. That's right. And well, I was thinking about, yeah, now we got to already start looking for costumes. What is it? Chubstep giveaways for Halloween. Chubstep giveaways for Halloween, and I think this is a good idea. Twerk or treat coming back. Twerk or treat's coming back. And I got a new thing for November coming up, and people remind me of that. It's going to be No Shame November. Ah. Instead of No Shave. And some different uh, grave stuff coming before different... shave. Grave Those before people shave. are my favorite. <laughs> That's so stupid. It's as pretty stupid, dumb. As stupid as No Shame November, uh, but uh, twerk or treats coming up for Pat, so uh, we can get back to that. Some of that stuff, and so we're gonna look up for some good uh, Chubstep themed Halloween costumes. Has it been a year since the Halloween burger already? Yes, it has. Isn't oh, that crazy? Oh man, time is flying. Time has flown, and now Burger King has their Cheeto. Cheeto fries. BK, Cheeto keeping it up fries. with the LTOs, man. <laughs> they got to do something to keep them in the game. That's right. So, yeah, we got that coming up. Um, yeah, we're, next week we'll come with some suggestions for Chubstep themed stuff. I saw, because, Pat, I was thinking about you, and I sent you a snap of this. Oh, you when just, I saw that you butter. Thinking, what were you thinking about, man? Well, I had some butter. Not when I had some butter. There was a butter <sighs> magnet that was on my sister's fridge. Okay. And I sent that to you, and I think I should have stolen it. And I'm upset that I didn't at this point. I wouldn't have done anything with it. You, but you, you would not have stuck it on your fridge. No, you've never seen uh, my side of the fridge. I actually have a side of the fridge. Yes. And it's covered right now. There's no room for anything else. 
Okay, well then I'm glad I did. I've put every White Sox schedule since 2009 on that fridge. And uh, <laughs> well, at some point you're I've gonna got run other out of things, though, like pictures and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, um, high school football schedule, bear schedule. But yeah, yeah. I just wouldn't put it. Right, fair enough. There. Fair enough. Okay. I'd want to eat it. Fair enough. Well, you got anything else, Pat? Uh, no. We could talk more Halloween next episode. It's still premature. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. A little early. That's the thing you were talking about the guys getting shot with clowns. It's a little too They were doing it in September, probably, right? This happened today. Okay, so it was October. Yeah. But, um, yeah. It's still early. Don't, uh, yeah. Don't try. I mean, they, they have hunters wear, you know, orange. They still have to wear orange when they're hunting so that mm-hmm. they don't get shot. Um, it, it's just, you know, obviously you saw that it was a clown and that was pretty obvious. And the person that shot him obviously knew that this was not a real killer clown. Uh, so, you know, obviously they have some How does he know that? answering to do. It's a good question. I guess you were wielding a knife. Also, what, I mean, like, what are you getting out of that? Like, what is the what is the clown that's walking around with a knife? What do you what do you get? I mean, how much downtime is there before you see him in the, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Got some twisted thoughts. Yeah, you've got a little too much time on your hands. I right. think. <laughs> let's let's see if I'm more productive use for your uh, maybe like Halloween day or something. <laughs> we can talk about that, but like a month before, and you're already yeah. walking around a. Uh, in public. In public. <laughs> With a knife and a clown suit. Not a fan. Uh, email the show, chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. Tweet us at chubsteppodcast. Write a review on iTunes. We love those iTunes reviews. New episodes every Thursday. And follow us on Facebook. Like us on Facebook. And uh, share this with a friend. Share the podcast with a friend. Also, check out uh, Steve Ribeiro on Rams Talk. Rams Talk.net, his podcast. He's got a articles that he posts and you can find all the stuff there and the show's ended now you know you got to go peace this is yasin